Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hey, Alicia, how are you today? I'm so good. Can you believe this is episode 75? That's insane. That's insane. I can't, I can't believe it. Do you, we've been doing this over a year and a half or about a year and a half. I know. It Math feels like <laughs> we started maybe six months ago. That's what it feels like to me too. I, it's insane to me that we've done this consistently over and over and over again for over a year and a half. That just blows my mind. Like consistency is so hard for, for salespeople in general. Exactly. Like the fact that we've done this, it's like, Oh my gosh. And we said we wanted to get to 100 episodes. Yeah. But clearly we're both very goal-oriented people. Yeah. And we set a goal and we're sticking to it. We're sticking to it. We're sticking to it. So like, let's take it on back. Like, let's roll it back and think about how far we've come, like where we were when we started versus where we are now. It's been, we've made some massive changes. Massive changes. And I th- feel like we both continue to grow even in the changing market. Yeah. Things are happening. You have all these offices now. Too many. And <laughs> I've got some great news for all the listeners. Yeah. Huge news for yeah. Colleen. Oh, gosh. Top 20 under 40 in Bozeman. Oh, my gosh. That's a huge thing. I've gone to quite a few of those banquets. Mm-hmm. The people that are up there are really changing the world, making it better. This mm-hmm. is no light feat. It's a big, big deal. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You know, it's always been something that I've kind of just seen and thought, hmm, you know, why, why didn't I get to be a part? You know, I don't know. Right, just, right. It's just like FOMO, whatever. So when it came up this year and I'm super grateful, I'm just humbled, honestly. And maybe and more excited to be acknowledged that I'm still under 40. That, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Publicly acknowledged, still under 40. And I can't wait to hear your speech. Oh my gosh. And everyone knows you're the world's best public speaker. So <sighs> I haven't even thought about it. that. I haven't thought about that. You're I, I going to do amazing with that. And I'm going to be there cheering okay. you on because my brother's also part of it. So I'm so excited so and shout cool. out for him. That's amazing. Yeah. I might have to drag my husband over for that. That's kind of a big deal. Absolutely. No, yeah. it's a really big deal because you get the dinner or the lunch and you get to see all these amazing people. It's inspiring. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Get, get everyone down. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So let's bring it on back. And well, before we do that, there's oh, a, other news. There's other news. There's a baby in your lap. There's a baby in my lap. <laughs> a nine week old Frenchie bulldog. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so obsessed. Clearly like, I'm obsessed. He's sitting on my lap. I can't leave the house oh without him. Oh my gosh. He's adorable. He's absolutely adorable. What did you name him? So his name is Hugo and oh. he's a big fatty. I was, uh, <laughs> took my youngest daughter on a date uh-huh. and I was like, Hey, Layton, do you want a puppy? <laughs> you ask a five-year-old if they want a puppy, what are they going to say? Yeah. She's through no, the roof I excited. Think sh- I think you wanted a puppy. Uh, exactly. You just I think- were literally looking for anyone to acknowledge that that, or, or to, right? like, <laughs> to, to, to validate it. To validate <laughs> that this was the next step. So you took it from a five-year-old. That's amazing, yep. Alicia. And so I texted my mom. I asked for her login to the Daily Chronicle. Just started making calls on dogs. This is the first one to answer. I'm like, oh, guess we're getting a Frenchie. Just the oh most expensive gosh. dog you can get. <laughs> so <laughs> it feels like you had a baby fever. Like, is this, are are you, are you satisfying a baby need with a puppy? Okay. I'm going to take it back a little bit. 
So after our second, my husband went to go get a vasectomy uh-huh. and he went to the doctor and he's like, Hey, um, I'm not going to get one. Cause I know my wife. Mm-hmm. And once her clock starts ticking, I know she's going to want another baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he didn't get a vasectomy, that little butthead. Oh, but yes, there's other changes possibly just talking about things. We met a little three-year-old girl who needs to be fostered, oh, fostered wow. to adopt. And it's a crazy process. Uh, we have friends who've gone through the fostering process to adopt. Man, the red tape. The, There's a lot of red tape. And it's a lot of emotions. I have two other daughters to think about. It is a ton of emotion. I just got goosebumps because number one, this is a really beautiful thing that you're thinking about. And I have humongous respect for you for even considering it because our world needs people like you guys that have a strong, capable, beautiful, successful, and um, has a great foundation type family in order to bring these little kiddos that, that need somebody to wrap their arms around them and love on them. And I think it's really, really beautiful and scary. Really scary. And, and complicated. There's it's so many not the levels. same as a puppy. It is not a puppy. And it's not a puppy. This is I major. have a lot more to think about than just me. If it was just me, it would already I'd already be through the fostering oh, yeah. process. I'd already start the licensing. Oh yeah. But I have a lot more to think about than just myself. Well, so and yeah. Tyler doesn't like change. It's and we're already talking about what new cars we're gonna have to buy and yeah, that's just the little stuff. But um, yeah, it's a lot and it's been a crazy week. So I got a puppy to get my mind off of it. Well, you have a really beautiful heart. And Thank you. no matter what direction that you guys decide to take it, I heightened level of respect for even considering it. I I mean, your guys' family is so amazing and anybody would be very lucky to be a part of it. So You know what's been really interesting is the people we talk to in our lives about it, our parents and friends, because I process by talking, not yeah. by alone time. I need to talk it out oh, yeah. to see what I'm feeling. And it's been really interesting people's responses like the people I thought would be like, oh, this is amazing. Do it. Yeah. They've been the ones like my mother-in-law. She's a kindergarten teacher and the most maternal, kind, thoughtful person you've met. And she's like, she didn't say no, of course, but no. her energy was don't do it. Yeah. And then my father-in-law who's a lot tougher. He's a scientist and just he's kind of a grumpy old sweet man. He was like, absolutely. This is the best thing you could possibly do. It's just wow. it's interesting to see uh, the feedback people are giving us. And I'm not going to take what people say. And 100% do it, but I do value their opinions. Absolutely. And and you know that you're bringing more love into your family by bringing in another person, but you're also bringing a level of complexity. And, you know, you have your little girls to think about and your marriage to think about. That's, yep. And this is... Because there's going to be lots of therapy. Our whole family will have to start therapy. We'll have to do couples therapy. She'll be in therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy. And it's not like there's you're a lot not of stuff. Very, very busy. Yes. And our kids are doing soccer and we're doing soccer and yeah. I'm doing paddle, uh, uh, dragon boat and golf and, yeah. you know, and real estate and oh, all yeah. friends Just, and family you know, this, and all those other things. This major business that you have. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to to see where you take this. And this is just yet again, another thing that we, I feel like we have gone through together. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say as a couple. I know. That's how it feels. <laughs> this is our own therapy session that we get as to do couple, every week. But, you know, it's it, we've gone through a lot over the last year and a half. There's been a lot of events. There's been a lot of emotions. A lot of real estate change we went yeah. through when things started going crazy mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Yeah. And we just saw things skyrocket out of nowhere when it should have been a downturn during that time. Right. And now we're experiencing a downturn. I don't know how extreme it's going to be, but you can feel it and see it. You can and- really feel it. And the market is way different. And the feeling in the market and where people are really kind of not just in our industry, but people nationwide and 
honestly, in other countries too, are kind of like gathering their eggs and sitting on them. And I think it's a great time to, to do that. I think it's a great time to preserve, protect, but also promote. Exactly. Don't stop the marketing just because things are changing. No. But go ahead and buy a really expensive dog while you're, while the market's changing. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's not the best advice, but Alicia had a couple dollars to do that. So she was able to do that. But I mean, a lot of things have changed and we have changed. And yes. I feel like we've grown. Yeah. And doing this and talking to other experts in the industry and other just inspiring people and women, yeah. it's really helped me grow and see things in a different light. Speaking of which, what are some of, who are your, some of the favorite people you've talked to? You know, I just absolutely, I mean, right from the beginning, Leland Reed, her energy coming in and coming all the way over from Missoula to and come and And she was one of us. our first. Or she our was first. one of our first. Pollyanna Snyder is one of my most favorite humans ever. And I'm so grateful that, you know, she took the time to be here and to give us her great advice. And I really enjoyed having Pam McCutcheon on. You know, she's phenomenal. I mean, so many great people. For me, there's one standout episode of all of our episodes, and that was Tracy Wheat Hughes. <gasps> the alcohol one. Again, I just got goosebumps again. That was a really beautiful episode. She talked about it with levity and sincerity and just a true voice about what she's gone through and makes it feel like it could be possible for anyone. Yeah. And she's such an, she was such an open book. I really appreciated it. Yeah, I remember having tears. I'm like, I'm getting Yeah, me too. Just me too. About it. it was And I remember you looking moving. at me like, are you okay? And I'm like, this is, I just am taking it all in. I have yeah. goosebumps all over my body talking I, to yeah, her. I'm like living it again. It's, yeah. You know, I feel like my voice is cracking. It was amazing. And she was amazing. And she comes from such a beautiful place. And it was so true. So if you want to go back and listen to, again to the alcohol episode um, with Tracy Wheat Hughes, it was really amazing. I totally agree. So, okay, what is one of your favorite things you've learned along the way through what we've talked about or talking to other people? You know, I think it's what I've learned the most is that we are all the same. And we all are struggling with the same things. And this energy that we put off, like we have to put off the badass energy. We have to. We are marketing. We are creators. We are leaders. We have to put off the energy that we are the biggest, baddest bitch in the room. And we are. And, you know, yes, there's always somebody that's going to be better than you, but we have to put off that energy. Yet at the same time, we all deal with the same insecurities and we all have weird, funky stuff happening in our offices and home and things that break our heart, yet we have to just keep coming in and showing up every single day. And I think that that's been a consistent thing with all the hard things that, have, that we have gone through, that we keep showing up and keep doing the things. I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was Wes Watson, who I just started learning about. And he was like, we're leaders. We don't have time to be sick. We don't have no. time to like sick. What? No, what I never tell my clients I'm sick. Never. I never tell them I'm on vacation. Never. I just keep working. We just keep working. And it's because that is when we are in our strongest place is when we're creating. Yep. And we have imposter syndrome. We have the fears and insecurities, but you just got to keep going. Also, I really hope people can hear my dog snoring on my lap while He's we're doing this really, podcast. He's really cute. <laughs> He's really cute. I'm really glad you got him. Uh, okay. So, but let's look at the market. Compared to when we started way back in March of 2021, like it was a year after COVID had hit in the United States and the market was insanely on fire. Insane. We just, I could have worked 80 hours a week, nonstop showings. We were writing. I, I don't remember know how, how we started many, a podcast during that. Right. And I, I think that quarter, that first quarter we started, I wrote 60 offers. I would like to look back. It might even have been more that did not get accepted. Oh Yeah. 
And that was such a crazy thing. Before that, it would be, if you wrote an offer, 90% chance of getting it together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. actually even kind of where we are now. We're back to that a little bit. If you get write an offer, there's a pretty good chance of making it happen. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely, I mean, I feel way better about it now. Yeah. When my clients are writing offers, I'm like, okay, there's going to be a buy sell in my inbox. Yeah. Which is so exciting. I mean, that's it, great because, you know, we did a lot of work for a lot of people that never went anywhere. Yep. And, and there were a lot of people that were buying. And I don't, I mean, it seemed like there was a lot of people buying, but then there was a lot of people that were quitting. I had so many people call and say, mm-hmm. hey, I appreciate everything you've done. I'm just stepping aside for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Where are those people now? Right. Actually, I've been making those calls, getting yeah. people back on board for that. And yeah. you talked about this in a previous episode that I'm seeing a lot of people do. I've gotten a few of my sellers to do this is the rate buy downs yeah. instead of the price reductions. Yeah. And that's been a great conversation piece to get back on the phone with yeah. the buyers to talk to them about, hey, this is a possibility yeah. if you're afraid of interest rates. Yeah, I've been digging back through my d- database too and saying, you know, I know you were really intimidated by the market the last couple of years. The market is super different now and it's far more shifted in the direction of the buyers. I mean, I, th- I feel like it's 50-50. Like it's not a seller's market or a buyer's market. Would it's you a health. Yes, it's definitely a healthier. I would say, you healthier. know what? I'm going to say it's still a seller's market. Okay. Um, it's nothing like it was, not even close, where we're going to get those 12 offers right. second it comes on the market. But I think it's still a seller's market, but changing very, very quickly. It's a lot healthier for the buyers. Yeah. It's a lot more reasonable. Um, there's negotiating now. Yeah. Talk about you can get inspections and appraisals again. Yeah. Which you should be able to. But it's still, sellers have a little bit more control. Inventory is obviously way up, but it's... Um, but still because, super low. Yeah. If you were to compare it back to 2019, the inventory is still super, and super especially low. especially for entry-level homes. Yes. I mean, our median home price, like I had... 715 yeah. this week, yeah. I mean, that's lower than it was this time last year, which is great, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. still a very expensive home in our area. It's really expensive. That's another change that's happened um, since we started doing this is the conforming loan limit has just been, you know, typically we don't uh, switch into the conforming loan limit until the turn of the year. But we're seeing investors that are now honoring the 2023 conforming loan limit, which is now 715. I just thought it was a very interesting comparison that the average purchase price in Bozeman is 715 and the new conforming loan limit is 715. Interesting. Thought it was just kind of interesting, but um, super exciting that people can buy a home at, you know, for essentially $737,000 with 3% down and still have a conforming loan for a first time home buyer. Can you believe that? That's crazy. I don't yeah. know how I feel about, I mean, I guess I was thinking about it because I'm, I'm kind of a little bent out of shape about the conforming loan limit because I'm struggling with the fact that first time home would ever cost $737,000. I know. My I'm first home was $190,000 in Oregon. The first home I bought here was two sixty. dollars and I was like, I'll never buy a home over 300. I and know. now I just listed like the cheapest home in Bozeman at, or in Belgrade at 350 and the cheapest condo for 300. Wow. I'm like, that's a condo for 300 and the yeah, condo is 800 square feet. Gross. I know. Well, not gross. If I you mean, get into it, well, we're under contract. But, well, good yeah. for you. Well, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. But I don't know. I'm struggling. If I could wave my magic wand, I would love to see starter homes be affordable for young families here in Bozeman. 500s would be so great to get into yeah. a home for 500, like a nice three bedroom, two and a half bath, mm-hmm. nothing super fancy, but mm-hmm. a little bit of a yard. In the yeah, 500s. Just a house. Just a just, house. Just a house. I just would feel good. I've never seen the conforming loan limit go backwards um, where they would, you know, reduce it. Oh, right. And I guess that that would be something, an interesting forecast to, to look into to see like if the market were to shift, 
if the prices were to, you know, the average purchase price and people, if people were to, to see a reduction in value in their homes, um, which is stressful to think about, but would the conforming loan limit ever go back, go I, backwards? I can't imagine they would do that. Maybe. It's kind of interesting because it would kind of take the jumbo investors out of the market. Yeah. And when they increase the conforming loan limit, there's less loans that are going to go to the jumbo investors. So it makes you wonder, like, is there another purpose behind it? Is Fannie and Freddie saying we want a bigger corner in the market and be able to claw that in by, by just increasing that? I mean, I guess that's one thing. It's like, you will do business with me. I just increase <laughs> the conforming loan limit. And so now you have to do business with me. I don't know. I just would love to see things be more affordable for people. And that is something that has stayed like over the last year and a half. I mean, the prices of homes have really gone up dramatically. They, dramatically. And I think we're going to a healthier place. It's scary right now because things aren't moving as quickly. It, and it's scary because to be that high for that long, we're, what the heck's going to happen? Yeah. I do think we are trending to a much better market for the buyers. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens yeah. to homeowners. Because in March in 2021, if you were a seller, you could sell a house in two seconds flat. Two seconds flat, put a stupid number on it. Stupid and it number, would happen. You would get it. And the market now is not that. Nope. You have to have a price that is supported by comparables. And it's not the last six months of comparables. It's not like you can't just look back for the six months of comps and be like, this is my price. So how are you pricing houses now? It's so tough to convince sellers. And I have so many listings right now. All these listings I wish I would have had last year. I'm getting a call today. I have a new listing going live today. I'm getting probably two a week that are happening, which is great. That's People great. want listings. Um, mm -hmm. I've got a buttload of them right now. Good. But it's so hard to show them the comps and yeah. convince them where the market is doing and to convince them to go below what the comps are showing. Yeah. And we really have to push that, say, yes, it looks like your home is worth 720, but we have to price it at 690 if you yeah. wanted to make it happen. Yeah. If you want to put it out there and just see what happens, we can do that. If you don't have to sell, I'm willing to give it a try, but I'm going to make that call in a week and a half and let you know, hey, we haven't, we haven't had any showings. We need to reduce the price. Right. And as long as you're open to that, then we can move forward. Right. But to really, really make that clear and be honest and open with them about what the market is doing and that you have to go below what the comps are showing. Right. They have to have a lot of trust and it takes a lot of work to let them know that that's the case. You know, in talking to my buyers that have real estate to sell before they can buy something else, because we're having lots of conversations about that and, you know, sellers that are unwilling to take a contingent offer and is still in this market. And, you know, when the sellers are my buyers because they're going to buy something else and then I'm saying to them, you know, most people cannot afford to support two house payments and a down payment on something else. So, you know, the fact that people are still waiting for these magical cash offers to come in, like you might hold your inventory and not be able to buy something else because you're not thinking for today. You're thinking about March 2021. And that's exactly the point. And I'll show them kind of timelines of markets changing and like, yes, you're still hitting at the top of the market. It doesn't feel like that when it's a $30,000 difference. Right. But you're just at the very bottom of the top of the bubble. Right. So that's still a great time to sell. It, it may not feel like it. Yes, and $30,000 is a lot, but you're still going to make $200,000 on this home. Yeah. Take that and we can't go backwards. You can't right. go back to a year ago. Right. So you you, this is where we are right now and you're still in a fantastic place. Well, I've been telling people, people that are selling because now we have some whiners that are like, well, I miss them, whatever. They missed it. And, but it's, I'm saying to them, you missed the first bus, don't miss the second bus. So I like that. That's yeah. a good, good line. I'm going to steal. Don't miss the second bus. Like you're not going to get on the bus. Right. You're, you you can, won't sell your property. Right. You can pout about missing the first bus, 
but still get on the second one because you got to get there. Right. I like that. So tell me, like, give me a kind of a, a picture of what your life looks like right now. You know, things are really good and happy and easy. Right now, I had a kind. I had a funk with working as hard as I was doing there for a good four months, where I just was. I was in a funk. Like, how long can I do this? And my brain just feels feels clearer. I feel happier. I feel like I'm in control. Um, I'm definitely worried about the market, but I'm. It's out of my hands, yeah. and we've done the right steps to be protected. And if the market totally tanks, but more than that, just emotionally, I'm in a much better place. And I'm excited and motivated to keep working and keep crushing it. Yeah. What about you? You know, I, um, I've said this a few times to a few friends and I've prayed for three things and all three of them have come, have shown up. I was praying for more, for more cash, which sounds like a silly thing, but I was super real estate heavy had a lot of real estate and didn't have a lot of liquidity. Um, like I'm talking to my clients, um, talking about liquidity is really important right now. There's things, a lot of things are shifting right now and having access to cash is really important physically and in the bank. So, I mean, I was able to sell all my real estate except for the ranch, which I'm super grateful. So the liquidity is there. Congratulations. I feel a lot more comfortable going into the next couple of years, just having the liquidity. The other thing that I prayed for that was really... Um, difficult to get there was I was praying for simplicity and I didn't know how that that was going to come. And a lot of things have changed with my team and the market compression has definitely, it doesn't afford having 13 people on my team. And a lot of people are no longer here and it was difficult in a lot of different ways and they have, have left in a lot of different ways. Some of them were layoffs. Some of them were people just going into different careers. Some of them were, were actual terminations. Um, so it's since March of 2021, I mean, my team looks way different, but my life is so much more simple. Um, so it was a blessing in disguise. It was yeah. really hard at first, but those things come for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I was spending so much time managing people and it made it so complicated. Just all the questions I was answering and all the you know, how do I do this? And how do I do that? And, you know, teach me this. And, you know, I was spending so much time doing that. And it was making my life so complicated and all the emotions. And so now it's so simple. Like I'm really, really good at my job, really good at my job. And I can run circles around all those people. And it just got so simple to just write my loans, work my realtors, write, write my loans, work my realtors. I mean, that's all that I do right now. And it's just super simple. And the other thing that I prayed for was was more time with my family. I wanted to be home more. And there's some major, major changes. Like our Bozeman office is listed for sale. It was through a lot of thought. But, you know, we just don't need these great big office spaces anymore. And with the market being different right now is the time to preserve and protect and promote. And preserving and protecting is making sure that we're not keeping anything that we don't need. And we just simply don't need this big office space. And as, as beautiful as it is, it's super difficult to get people to come in the office. And so it's not being utilized at its best use. So it's better off being sold. And and so we're doing a grand opening of a little bitty tiny office in Red Lodge. So in it's my so hometown. It's so cute. Check it's it out so on Instagram. Cute. It's so cute. But it costs me a tenth of the cost of this office. It's a tenth. A tenth. Yeah. Like and it's so one thing it's, to say that out loud, but to see that in numbers. It's free. Like it, it, it's free. Yeah. But what did that give me? It's giving me, I'm going to be six miles from my, from my family. So and it gives you the simplicity. It gives you the yeah. family time and it gives you the liquidity. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a no brainer. Yeah. The three things you need. The three things I need. And so I'm going to work out of that office. I'm still going to be coming into Bozeman. I, you know, I work with realtors all over the state. So I'm going to be doing face-to-face things in Bozeman, things in Livingston, things in Billings, things in Kalispell, things in Missoula and Butte, because I have realtors in in all of those places and I want to meet with them face-to-face, but I'm going to do it in a different way. And, but it's, so it's still going to happen. It's just going to look different. And I mean, I've gotten everything that I've prayed for and I'm so grateful for that. It's just come in different ways than what we expected. And, and so I don't know that whole thought of just give it to God and like let it go where it goes and, and trust. And that's, that's what I've done. And I've, I've fought it really, really hard. And there's been a lot of tears and a lot of upset about it. But I'm proud of you. I'm, you. It's really exciting. Thank and you. it's cool to see where we started and where, where yeah. we're going. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I am super grateful that we've done this podcast. I, I consistently say it's like the best therapy for me. We promised we would do 100 episodes. We'll see where that goes beyond that. We might reassess um, when we get to 100 episodes, decide if we're going to carry on or if we decide just to package up and say that was beautiful. But That's, we'll see. I, I love you, Colleen. Thank you I so much. Alicia, I am so excited because you and I are going to be going tomorrow night. We're going to be recording live in Anaconda at the EXP Montana Summit at Fairmont Hot Springs. I'm so excited. Our podcast is taking is taking off. They've asked us to speak there yeah. and interview. I am I'm thrilled. so excited. So we're going to be starting at six o'clock tomorrow night. It's going to be super exciting and uh, hope to see a bunch of you there. I know. And... I'm just, again, I know I talked about it already, but you're top 20 under 40 in Bozeman. (laughs) I love it. Well, we'll see y'all there. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.